Welcome back, Squadcast listeners. This is our very last Squadcast of 2020. So, of course, we're going to record it on December 31st, 2020, because you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> it, we have to wait till the last minute this year. It's like Y2K on, I don't know, steroids or something this year. I think everybody's yeah. waiting with bated breath for that minute. Um, at 11.59 to switch to 12 a.m. and see what happens. Yeah, you never know. Um, this is Courtney. This is my friend Liz. Um, you might get that stimulus check, right? Hey. So midnight, you just get like 600 bucks just like thrown in. Yeah. You know, because that's yeah. what we're worth. Yeah. $600. <laughs> yes. Cool. Arbitrary yeah. numbers. <laughs> right? That like... I just don't, I don't understand. Like, I, oh, why is anybody with a social work background at the helm or not even at the helm? I know they're not at the helm, but like, is there just anyone up there that like is worried at all or like thinks at all about economic inequality? And the answer to that is no, but I just can't. It's really curious. I just curious to me why $600 right why like why for over people people who make under 75,000 like what's that number why isn't it adjusted like for different parts of the country and what $600 means in different parts of the country exactly why what would it look like to give people who make under $30,000 a lot more money yeah exactly like like you make under 30 you get $2,400 yes and maybe a make... whole month's worth of income. Yes. Like it's what? Just is... so dumb. I just I just want to yeah, exactly. throw something. Like, I know. I feel like somebody was just like, uh, how about 600? Everyone was like, "Oh, that sounds great." Yeah. Cool. Yeah, 600 bucks, that's a lot to some people. Like cuz it's yeah. like in so like in Lexington right now, I feel like our rent is ridiculous. It's it is. so high. And, like, I just don't even think you – there are, like, very few places that you could even pay one month of rent for $600 in Lexington. You and, can – right. I, and can, as a person who's been shopping for apartments, yeah, like, you can basically get an apartment for around $600. That's just the rent, though, right? Right. Um, no bills. And you have no bills. Um, and then it, it's just very rare that you're not going to run into a lot of problems. And then it jumps from, like, 600 to, like, 1000 yeah right there's nothing in between if there's something in between it's like what's the catch and kentucky is the most inexpensive state still to live like i think we're in the bottom five Mm -hmm. or the top Mm -hmm. sorry top five of the least expensive states so what yeah 600 can barely pay a month of rent in kentucky what on earth are people who live in like these bigger cities like DC and San Francisco, New York? Like, what? What are they going to do with $600? Like, it, I mean, ugh, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. But that's what I mean. That, but that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, we've been bad. Like, so I had this whole thing with the 2000 and the 600 because we've been going back and forth, right? Somehow Trump was like 2000 and we're all like, huh? And then Bernie's like 2000. You're like, huh? Like the, they agree. Weird. Very and weird. Then, 
And then Mitch McConnell's like, actually, I'm president. So <laughs> no one gets any money. Actually, DFY from McConnell. Just, just, he's like, uh-uh. And then he's um, just so smug about it. Oh, my God. I just... And then we like Kentucky elected him again. And I just feel like we all like have the mark of shame. Like I didn't obviously vote for him. Most of the people, really all of the people I know. I can't think of anyone I know that voted for him. Me either. And at the same time, it's like, oh, I feel like we're People are so upset at Kentuckians. And I'm like, that's okay. That's fine. Except for the fact that like we were thrown a candidate. We've talked about this so much. We were thrown a candidate that was not inspiring. No. And there's a such a deep complacency about voting because Mitch McConnell has been on the end since my entire life, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um so people voted as much as they could, but I mean like who knows? Who knows really what happened? I have I don't get it. Um I don't know if people didn't vote. I don't know if people voted a straight ticket. Right. I feel like straight tickets are yeah. difficult. Um, like even if you don't want McConnell, but you want Trump, right? Yeah. I think people just vote the straight ticket. Um, but these are just blind theories. Um, so yeah, so I just thought that, and you thought this too, you're like, well, let's just record on the last day of 2020 because by the time we get here, who knows? I mean, I even, I even watched like an episode of the Mandalorian. Like that's not in my genre of things to watch. <laughs> Like, I don't watch sci-fi. I don't watch anything related to Star Wars. I don't even, I'm not like, cool, right? Like, this might be cool. <laughs> and I'm like, so I watched an episode and I got to, to the first episode and I got to the end. And I was like, oh, there's a baby Yoda. And and by the time I got to the end, I figured out what a Mandalorian was, which was excellent, right? I, I you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird around here. <laughs> You're like, it's that period between Christmas and New Year's where I'm wearing stretchy pants. Um, yeah. I haven't eaten a vegetable in a fortnight. And here we are, you know, just even exploring other genres of TV <laughs> because everything is weird. It's 2020. It's like the most non-festive holiday season ever, which has been yeah. like good and bad at least. But like. Sure. Or just weird, at least, is probably the best way to describe it. And, you know, I don't know what a Mandalorian is, so you're just going to have to catch me up on that at some point. Um, yeah, it's just... He's like a bounty hunter. Oh, but... That, but but I don't know. And then, you know what? The best part was that he didn't kill the baby Yoda, but I didn't even know the baby Yoda was in danger. So... Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't... They wait till the very end of the first episode in the first season. It's... It's not the cliffhanger that you want, but it's there. Whew. Anyways, yeah. I'm sure your child will want to somehow. Yeah, like, I think she, she hasn't, like, seen any of the Star Wars stuff yet because I'm not, like, a big Star Wars person. But I'm sure pretty soon she will be exposed. And we Yeah, as soon as someone's yeah. like, do you know about Baby Yoda? And, and so Baby Yoda's like, really cute. That? He's really cute. That's, yeah. I mean, it's a really... It's a hard sell not to want to be like, what happens to baby Yoda? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least as long as the the answer to that is not baby Yoda dies, then I will watch it. Because... Well, and that's the thing, right? So I was, I was like, well, maybe I'll get into the second episode. And then I was like, you know what? 
I think I know all I need to know right now about this whole thing. Oh, no. Because I don't need to know anything else about Yo- Baby Yoda's alive, and that's fine. Oh, well, I'm glad he's fine. I don't want to think of a world. This first. is children. Children watch this yeah. thing. Not to mm-hmm. get off on the Mandalorian, but and it's, obviously it's old news, but like children watch it. So it can't, I, that's why I was like, it can't be that bad. My nieces watched it. Oh, okay. Wow. But there's a lot of killing. Huh. And you know what I mean? But they're yeah. just killing robots, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm going to watch. I might check it out. You know, we're in that. Yeah. Why don't space. you screen why it not? first? You should why screen not? it. Um, well, seeing as, as how it's been like the strangest, weirdest year that I've been alive. <laughs> um, what are some of your like, what are some of your takeaways or what are you kind of leaving behind I guess maybe and taking with you so I guess I've been thinking about this a lot because I think on the last podcast I said or squadcast I said I don't like this negative timeline that I've curated somehow Mm -hmm. it's like 2020 is the worst etc and I don't doubt that it is on multiple levels however my timeline in 2019 said that it was the worst 2018, 2018, they said it was like, there was, it's been like since 2016, basically <laughs> my timeline has been like, this is the worst year. Yes. So I don't think I can end 2020 that way because it just seems really negative. So I guess my takeaways for this are, it is possible for me to make changes, even though maybe they, they, it's not like changes where I'm vetting them out to every single person I know. I'm not asking a lot of questions. Um, I'm not asking, excuse me, for a lot of advice. I'm just doing it and I'm able to do it without needing like external validation. Ooh, yeah. Which I think is really, which has been, I think, a really hard thing for me to do before this year. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I just, I want people to be, I want like your family to be proud of you, your friends to be proud of you, all this stuff, right? And you want them to like support every single thing that you do, but there's just no way to navigate that for every single thing, right? Right. So you just have to say, no, you know what? This is good enough for me. It's good enough. Let's, let's keep it moving. Yeah, absolutely. What about you? I think that's a really cool one um, and really good and like just shows a lot of like, you know, just personal growth, I think is really has like, it's like had to happen in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. Of course. Well, definitely of the circumstances, but at the sure. same time, like you could have resisted it. So that says something I think really, really cool about like where you are and where you're headed too. So, um, I think I have like realized a much like needed, um, I guess realization for myself is that I just um, constantly try not to like sit with myself, like whether that be, you know, distracting myself with my phone or calling someone to talk or, you know, just like staying busy with something in my house. Like I have a really hard time just sitting with myself. And so um, having so many like distractions removed, I've really kind of had to do that a lot more. 
And it like probably sounds really like cheesy, but I definitely feel like I like myself more this year than I did before. And yeah, that's a good one. That feels good. You know, I, I, I enjoy my own company and, um, I've, you know, been doing a lot of hard work, like on self-acceptance and, um, it's just so funny that you have to work hard at that because, you know, some yeah. people just have that naturally, which is kind of, um, I kind of foreign to me. I definitely don't understand what that would feel like, but, um, just being able to like work on like building that muscle, you know, a little bit around, um, combating like negative thinking and old patterns and, um, just having honestly the luxury of time to do that, even though, you know, it's, you know, like there's been a lot of hard things about being more isolated and not connecting with people that I care about and love. Um, but I've had to like care about and love myself more, um, to kind of maybe substitute for some of those other like sources of affirmation in my life. So it's kind of been a good, good thing. Um, so I think that would be mine in a very long rambly way. <laughs> that's really, that's a really good, fascinating way to like uh, repurpose kind of like quarantine, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that um, it's just really hard to, to sit and sort of not stare at the wall, but you just are navigating COVID in so many ways and, and, it feels like you want to leave your house and you want to stay at your house simultaneously. Yeah. Yes. You know? And I suffer from this, like, itchiness all the mm-hmm. time now. Um, and it's not even There's a cream enough. for that, Courtney. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, it's an emotional itch. Emotional itch. Point, yeah. <laughs> totally. I itch. wish there was, like, a topical cream for that. <laughs> um, Maybe we can invent that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um yeah, I think that it's just yeah, it's fascinating because it's not that it's not that you would have wouldn't have gotten there, right? But who knows if it would have taken like five years as opposed to like right. One year. Well, and like I think too, I'm just consistently blown away by like the idea. Like it's like all of these like it's like the year of opposites, you know, like being yeah. alone together, you know, right. or, or like you know, um, just kind of seeing that like people can absolutely be the best and then in some ways people can be the worst like you know like I've been so impressed by like how so many people around me have been kind and like reached out and you know given back and and done what they can to help other folks and you know then there's these people that still won't wear a mask you know and so it's just so mind-boggling to me that that is still a thing and um I guess I just have I it's like just the the choosing to like focus on which one of those like because if I wake up every day believing people are the worst which in a lot of ways you know some people are really very unkind and uncaring like how does that affect me and like my day and the energy I put out like to my own family um you know versus like trying to kind of focus in on those people who have made it their kind of own personal mission to like do what they can, you know, mm-hmm. for others and, mm-hmm. and not be so inwardly 
focused. Um, so yeah. yeah, people are the best and the worst yeah. for sure. All the time. Yeah. Um, what's like one thing you're going to like kind of leave behind or you're going to try to leave behind? That's a good question. I would, I have a, I have a long list of things I would love to leave behind. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think that one of the things I'm going to try to leave behind is this need for, yeah, I mean, I feel like validation is like the name of the Mm -hmm. game for me right now. Like I just, I just want and need so much external validation. And that's Mm -hmm. just literally because I don't do it for myself. Sure. So I just, I want to leave behind at least 10% of the need for other people to like my photos or text me or, you know, dumb stuff, Um, stuff that shouldn't really matter. And I think about when I think about social media and I think about, oh, I'm just going to delete it or something like that. And then I'm like, but I'm uh, by myself and what, what, how will I talk to people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, like, totally. <laughs> like, Social media has been like a survival thing for a lot of people emotionally, like just to feel somewhat connected to people. Um, so that's yeah. all hard. It's hard. Like it's definitely hard. Yeah. And I think that like, yes. So last night I woke up at like four 30 in the morning for no reason. And I was thinking about all this stuff I didn't want to think about. And then I watched, excuse me, some video about a woman who was talking about end of the year rituals. And yeah, it was really interesting about how like the second one that she was talking about was about um, unfollowing people in Mm -hmm. your space. And so I don't know, I spent like half an hour just unfollowing a bunch of people that on Instagram, probably that I don't even know. Or companies that I don't really care about, or something. is that why you unfollowed me? No, I'm just oh, girl, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a mistake. Um, <laughs> did I really unfollow you? No. Oh, okay, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, I got. I got really. I got, you got your finger. Got a little. I know. I got happy. anxious that I was like going to start. <laughs> I was like, I know that person. Don't unfollow them, um, because then you have to do the walk of shame back to follow them back. <laughs> and I've done it with like like ex people and uh-huh. it's always weird because sure. it's like are they gonna re- like allow me to follow them again I don't know um <laughs> so anyways yeah I'd like to I'd like to get rid of some of that sure Absolutely. what's yours well you know I think I am really truly like this is a big one and so gosh I feel like I'm like in the vulnerable space but I really want to try to leave behind any notions of dieting yes like that's a really hard one for me I feel like I have been mentally maybe not actually actually following through but like mentally dieting since I was a really young age like since like the 90s I feel like my poor mom was always struggling with dieting like it was like oh you know, we're counting fat grams like in the nineties and we're going to, you know, not eat any fat, but we're going to eat a bunch of sugar instead of fat now. And then we're going to do low carb and then like just all these different, we're going to try Weight Watchers. And, you know, I just have like done all kinds of like diets and I just truly want to like, you know, it's very aspirational. I'm going to try, but I just want to try to like be more in tune with my 
my body and like what it needs and just like do very simple things. Like last year, my goals were to eat more vegetables and drink more water. Okay. So it's about like adding instead of taking away. Right. And I feel like that actually went pretty well considering quarantine and like, you know, there was like a lot of uh, cheese eating and, you know, things like that. But just like trying to get to a place of just like, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about intuitive eating. Like I might read a book or something about it, but just like listening to your body and like what it needs and not like labeling certain foods or things as bad, you know, yeah, or wrong absolutely. or like really trying to make small changes, like to work towards health and um, in all the ways. And like, I don't know if, I don't know if I've even told you this, but I just recently got diagnosed with sleep apnea. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. That's yes. so hard. And so my, my partner um, was very concerned because he said that I just stopped breathing at yeah. night a couple That's of so times scary. and he was just like oh my god like you have got to go to the doctor like I'm really worried so I did follow up I listened to him I called and they got me in with a sleep specialist and um I did an at-home sleep study and I ter- it turns out I have severe sleep apnea oh girl yeah which my mom also had but um I stopped breathing like 34 times an hour oh on average. So I have to have a CPAP machine, which I just started last night. Um, But I I say all of this to say, like, there was like some shame for me around like, oh, it's probably because I'm of larger size, I'm overweight. Like if I didn't have this excess weight, maybe I wouldn't have sleep apnea. And even my doctor was like, yes, there is like some chance that like weight loss would improve it, but it also sometimes doesn't get better. It might be like the anatomy of your, of like your throat. Right. 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 You know, like, cause, yeah. um, and then when I went to get fitted for my like mask thing, I have to wear. Um, so this year's kind of been training for that. So let's just say that. But, um, when I got fitted for my mask, um, the lady was saying that, you know, she had, um, patients who like were of a lower weight, you know, that it's just, you know, it's not really, weight-based unless you carry a lot of weight around like your neck and chest that 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 actually may make a difference but if you don't then you know not like you shouldn't try to see if that would help but yeah be discouraged if it doesn't because this might be how you're built so um and there is like a hereditary element of it so sure absolutely yeah so anyway um all that to say is like, yeah, I was definitely carrying like some like shame around my like health and weight. And, um, I've had to kind of like, even talking to people, it's like, I feel like the stigma of like, oh, like you have sleep apnea. It's probably because you're overweight and like, you should work on yourself. And, you know, there's just some of that, like, cause I've even had people like well-meaning people say like, well, what causes that? And I'm like, I oh don't God. know. You oh know? My God. So, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's just Google I'm, it. Just Google it, people. Yeah. So I'm just hoping like moving forward um, into 2021, I can really just focus on like overall health and, you know, let go of some of that like shame and, and stigma around like size. Um, I want to just be healthy and feel comfortable and, um, you know, make sure my heart is healthy and my blood pressure and, you know, all of those markers of health, which actually are pretty, I'm pretty healthy. 
um, other than like, you know, we can ha- do a whole episode on the BMI and, and doctors and right all of yeah. the like, you know, diagnosing <laughs> of, of obesity and whatnot. But um, yeah, so all that to say, I'm going to really try to move into 2021 with like a more of a health mindset. Yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate you sharing all that. It's just really difficult, um, especially because people treat you differently and it's really messy in your own brain because you feel like I felt a lot of shame around it. And I have, I feel like I do in my head, I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be a bad food day or something like that. Or like, Mm -hmm. um, and it good and bad isn't, that's not even the thing. Um, but last night I did have an anxiety dream because I track my food and I've been doing it for like, I don't know, eight months, nine months or something um, without a lot of breaks. And I'm part of a nutrition program and I can talk to you about it offline if you want. Um, yeah. But it's been really amazing, mostly because it's two women, right? Mm-hmm. And they have um, a lot of knowledge and there's no stress they, they did not give me this anxiety dream. I yeah. gave myself this anxiety dream. So um, I had this dream that like I had a whole meal. And I didn't track it. And I think that it was, it's, it, it's really weird. Like our brains get really caught up with these numbers, mm-hmm. right? How much we weigh, what our BMI is, what is our cholesterol? What is, and then it, it, but if I put on clothes and I look great and feel good, what's the difference, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, it was just really weird. And I, I've been trying to navigate eating around the holidays and there's just, there's just a giant portion of things that lots of people in our society do not even think about. (laughs) I know. And like, I, you know, like there's just so many like magazine articles and online articles about how like this is how much people usually gain during the holidays. And this is how you can just drink a lot of water. And I'm just like, yo, like, maybe I just want to eat that. Right. (laughs) And 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 be okay with that and not have to like apologize or like justify or I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's really hard. And I think that I thought when I started my nutrition program that I would probably be on it for like three or four months or something, I'd lose a bunch of weight and I'd feel like, Oh, I conquered the world. That is not what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel really proud of that piece because it seemed like I just uncovered a bunch of weird things. I was thinking like, um, I thought there was a silver bullet. I thought that I could solve this problem very, very quickly. I thought that I thought that it had nothing to do with my brain. <laughs> right? Sure. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, no, I just I don't even think I eat enough. You know, like I'm like, you obviously eat enough like that. <laughs> that's not the thing. So, um, yeah, anyways, so off on a tangent. But, yeah, I think there's there's an episode in there. But well, I think so many like New Year's resolutions um, have to do with yeah. weight loss and it's like exactly what if we like just took that one off the table like right. what else would we want to like invest in in ourselves like I just think about like how much time in my life I have wasted mm-hmm. worried about like weight and size and calories and fat grams and carbs and you know the newest trend of dieting like I just 
I really just think like I probably could have like done something real, real fancy or real brilliant if I had just applied myself. Oh my God. Just yeah. Kidding. No, I don't know. All but, like, the energy you apply. All to, like, of the energy crap. if I applied it to something else yeah. um, probably would have been great. So I'm like, you know, obviously I can't go back and do a, have a do over with that, but I can moving forward decide that I'm just not going to devote that energy in the same way anymore and just you know try to focus on a more just balanced like you know healthy way of doing things and um I love it yeah so it's um I think there's a lot of pressure on people right now everything with with (laughs) everything with like obviously social media and filters and you know, every ad on Instagram is about like some sort of like weight loss program or, you know, nutrition thing. So it's, it's hard. And, you know, I think a lot about like not um, being triggering to other people, you know, like, and especially around the holidays, like not talking to people about like weight loss or, you know, this year I didn't really see anybody. So that was, you know, but like, sometimes it's like when you kind of get together people you haven't seen for a long time. And, you know, there's like that conversation sometimes that happens on like if someone lost weight, people are like, oh, you look so great, you know, yes. with no yes. conversation around like, how did they get there? Was it healthy? You know, like how, right. you know, how's their mental health doing? Like, you know, the things that we can't see, like there's none of that like reflection. It's just, no, you zero. know, zero. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just like, I would love if someone's like, how are you doing mentally? Like, you know, that would be such a nice, refreshing question. So, yeah, I think I saw some sort of like weird Twitter feud thing that happened about like the in the internalized, like, because I do, I know I talk about internalized homophobia, it's hard to recognize, but yeah. internalized fat shaming yeah. is very creepy. And I, they're, they're, and we can talk about this for hours, but there are cue words for me, right? Like if someone online or even my mother or someone says like, you look great. Like that is a signal to me that I've lost weight. Sure. Them. Yeah. The, code. Right? Like the word great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's so weird because I think sometimes people are just looking at my skin or like saying that I look rested or you know something like that but to me it's a it's a trigger word that says oh they must they must think that I look smaller and that must be good like right like why like my body is my body it will be this size I'm not but yeah anyways it's just like it's a whole thing but I think that like it's super important to leave some of that behind because like it is in it is a lot in some ways it's a giant waste of time to Mm -hmm. spend like looking at yourself telling you you look shitty and then punishing yourself for that all day Mm -hmm. day after day after day you know right because it is about how you feel right and you know it sounds like if you have sleep apnea then you're not very you're not feeling rested well and that's the funniest thing it's like I don't even know how long I've had it Like, because, you know, I have slept alone or with my, like with my child, at least like for the last six years. And so it's like, until my partner heard me, I don't know how long I would have gone on, but I also am like, isn't it normal to be tired all the time? 
Oh, I know. Like, right? isn't this just life? Like, isn't yeah, this exactly. just being in my late thirties? Just 30s being tired. That's and, just normal, right? Yeah, being like working and like you know, um, caring for other people. Like, isn't this just how I'm supposed to feel? So it's it's interesting when I talk to the doctor. I mean, I'll see how I feel. You know, maybe in a couple of weeks if I can tell a difference. But um, she was very encouraging and saying, like, you know, I think you're actually gonna feel a really good difference. Like, um with your energy level. So, um, yeah. So I was kind of wait to see what you conquer. <laughs> right. Well, and it's going to be more than any sort of dumb, dumbass weight loss. That's for sure. I want to try to do something else this year. Oh my God. You know? It's going to be so good. Something else is going to happen. Um, I hope so. Um, yeah, I've been thinking a little bit about taking some time over the next day or so, you know, just 10 minutes or so and just kind of, writing down some stuff for a little bit of like reflection and kind of like what I want to think about moving in, um, to the next year. And a lot of people like choose a word. I know. I, I, I I like like that. that. And I've been like, like, but nothing has come to mind. So you have to wait for it. Yeah. I don't want to force it and be like, Ooh, like if I'm overthinking the word, that's probably a sign. It's not my word. Right. You're like, mm, I think it's gonna be broom. Yeah. Sweep 2021 <laughs> off the books. Um, I do sweep all the time with all of the pet hair in my house, but um, <laughs> yeah, so much pet hair. Um, so yeah, have you? Do you have a word? Um, I've tried to use a word. The word I used in the past that I can remember was the word joy. Yes, and that's a great word. I like that word, but I think that um, this year I sort of have to like navigate it. Right now, my word is Al-Anon. When's mm-hmm. the next meeting? Let's go. Let's go today. How about two meetings in a row? What can I get online? Can I get on a Zoom? Oh <laughs> yeah! I jumped into a meeting this morning because I missed my normal meeting, mm-hmm. and there were only, oh girl, there were only ten people in there. They were all at least in their 60s, which is all fine. But I was so startled by there being a low number. And I just I just jumped in there about 20 minutes before it ended. I left my camera off and I was just like, I, I'm so glad these are such accepting meetings because otherwise I think Nancy probably should have been like, hey, what's up? We let you in. So you're not going to say anything? Not even a camera? <laughs> <laughs> like it was super funny just a weird thing that happened to me today but like you're like surveilling the Al-Anon meeting <laughs> yeah I just I was surfing around because I, I missed it. my meeting and I was like maybe this one will be great it's going on right now maybe they won't care because the meetings that I go to have like sometimes have like a hundred people so oh wow it's not a big deal if you pop in yeah no one but... even probably notices Mm, yeah they noticed (laughs) but today but today they they were like uh hello I know and this lady she kept she was like we have two minutes for someone to share and doesn't seem like everyone has shared anyone anyone Courtney anyone yeah Courtney um the black box (laughs) maybe you need to put an avatar up so it looks less like, I can't understand why my avatar isn't there sometimes. I can't. Zoom is bizarre. I just, yeah. Him. Oh. Anyways, that might be my word. Who knows? Zoom? Zoom. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. 
I was thinking heel sounded. Oh, like. that's a sweet one. You can yeah. make it an acronym. Yes. Hmm. We had a heel. We had a heel in college. That was an acronym. What was it for? Now you got to tell me. Helping Earth and Learning. Oh, that's so, so cute, cute and idealistic <laughs> and college I love it. I, I went to Berea. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Berea is amazing. It was crazy. So many I can't believe I people, that. including you, have come from Berea. I love <laughs> it. This is amazing. Heal. Um, Heal. Oh, I love it. What about, okay, so let's like one more question. What, if you had to assign a song to 2020, what would it be for you? Like a theme song. And then what would be your aspirational theme song for 2021? Oh, this is such a hard hard. one. It's really hard. I should have told you that. I was going to ask that beforehand. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to look at my tracks. I'm going to I'm going to cheat a little bit. Okay. So my theme song I think that I forgot about because it came out in um where's the credits? Oh lord. This song came out in 2015. Okay, so 2015 was obviously a chaotic year for Beyoncé. Um mm-hmm. and for many reasons, obviously, now that we know about Lemonade, right? Yes. So, and Daisy's album 444. So, Beyonce had a lot of, she always has something, right, in, in the wheelhouse. So, there's a song that she put out in 2015 called Running. Um, yes. Lose It All, by the where she sings with this person, Naughty Boy, Beyonce, and like Arrow Benjamin. Uh-huh. This song, plus the video... It's something I've forgotten about, but I I found it again, and I was like, "This is this is a song for me right now because I I like songs about running away because yeah. that's that's the theme of my life, but uh, this is a song about if I run away from myself, I will lose everything." Oh yes. So and she's like underwater. It's really good. I'm gonna so, have to go watch that. Yeah, it's amazing. So I do think that that's my song for, you know, 2020 going into 2021. Um, At the height of the pandemic, I think that I was, because this is before WAP came out. I mean, I cannot believe we still haven't been at a club and heard WAP. I am just, (laughs) like, waiting for that moment. It's going to be Everything will, like... feel right again with the world if you right? can like, I'll be like okay everybody just get on the floor and just figure out your life yes um I don't know I don't really see anything that strikes me but yeah I think that song um you know of course Sturgill came out with his albums but that was like in yes the later you part. told me to check that out and I've loved it so much oh my god I'm obsessed right like he's unbelievable Yes. He's so there is a, there's only there's one more song I wanted to point out that I think you would really like too and it's called um Oh, I just had it. It's called Babylon Fall. Ooh, okay. I'm by right. this girl Nina Chuba. I don't know who she is. I don't know anything about her, but that song is 
kind of unbelievable and it's it feels very much like kind of what we're going through yeah that sounds really good I want to check that out you're like my music guru you always well I wish I could make playlists and I think I will maybe I'll give up title and go to Spotify for a while please Um, but what about you what are your songs well you know like so Spotify does do like your top songs of 2020 yeah and because I have a six-year-old um my top song was from the Frozen 2 soundtrack but um that was not my, my what song. yeah um but my the, the first adult song on the list was Gaslighter yeah and so I guess I listened to that a lot which I really loved it um great song yeah it's a really great song I love the chicks um and I also listen to um the high women a lot oh yeah um, you you were always listening to them I really like them um so I loved crowded table um that's probably my favorite one from them um so I think like gaslighter I would say because was like a 2020 theme song because I just feel like it was full of so many lies and misinformation (laughs) (laughs) not in my personal life so many lies period right now like I luckily I feel very um grateful uh to have a partner that uh doesn't seem to be a pathological liar in any way um so not on a personal <laughs> level, but just spoken by someone who's been through that. So oh, she says, yeah, totally. Seem like totally. totally knowing they aren't. Yes. But, she's, but yeah, our PTSD says doesn't seem like doesn't seem like it. Still doesn't feel like. <laughs> I know it, it still feels good, even you know. though I know it. But anything can happen. I am not stupid. Yes. Yes. Don't play me, sir. <laughs> Don't play me. <laughs> So, yeah, Gaslighter, because, yeah, the world was full of lies in 2020. Um, Themes on going into 2021. I'm trying to think a little bit about that one. Um, Hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, my um, aspirational one. I might have to think on that. I love just like any song that's like ridiculously like happy and joyful. Like oh. ones that like you can't like not be in a good mood when you listen to like dancing in September. Okay. Like, All like, right. or like, you know, like there's just like those songs where you're just like, I dare you to like be in a bad mood when you listen to this song. Um, so I think I'm going to make like a really like upbeat playlist for 2021 just to kind of spark some spark some joy um, yeah make it and then i'll share it with our crowded yes, um, room here yes um i'm excited so i'm gonna i'm gonna do that that'll be a fun little project um the songs that just make me happy hell yeah you know the billy eilish song my future also will like a lot for me. She's so talented. I how is she like she's like 17, isn't she? She's literally 18. 18. Okay. And it's literally insane how talented she is and how fucking cool she is. Yeah, she's very cool. I'm like, how, how? But you know, that's where that's where the kids are gonna be. And they all need to follow Billie Eilish blindly. 
Um, did you see her carpool karaoke with James Corden? Uh, yeah, I did. It was really cute. Oh, and when she sang, um, what is that song? Um, oh, so it's such a pretty song. It was like one of her first songs. Is it Angel Eyes? Mm, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. such a beautiful song. I still love oh that. God. Song. She's- you know what? You know what? Speaking of songs, though, your honey, I saw him on Instagram posting all this music. He's a big music guy. I'm so loves, glad now we're connected on Instagram. He loves to take videos. It's really of, cute. Like every concert he goes to. And like, it's adorable. It's very cute. And I'm like, what are you going to do with those? But so random, he just and, puts them on and Instagram. And now he, he's like, yeah, I, well, my followers. All my followers they, are going to enjoy my, my concert music. footage. <laughs> well, also because like concerts are not a thing right now. So I'm like, exactly. Oh, I remember no, I was like, that. like own it. Own it is a band. I was like, oh shit. Own it is a band. I forgot they were a band. Yes. They're pretty cute. You know? I like they're them. They're really cute. We saw them a couple of times at the Burl here um, in Lexington and they're really fun. I like them. Um yeah, he loves to see live music. So like he keeps, <laughs> I think that's been one of the hardest things about 2020 for him is he's just keeps going. Remember when we used to see live music? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I do. And I also yeah. like, cannot possibly conceive of doing that anytime soon. Like no. people are sweating on you and like, you know. Oh my God, we're all close together. You're so close together. And we're like touching each other, trying yes. to like get closer. Yes. Like, Oh, it's just a mess. We were I we were crazy. I know. I'm like I'm like look at us all reckless and maskless. <laughs> we were, nobody was. We were breathing on each other. We were like trying yeah. to talk. People were like sharing. We were sharing beers. Yes. Like, what? What is this world? Are you kidding me? Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Like I'm like I can't even like get other people's like I can't steal anyone's French fries anymore. Like it's terrible. Yeah, no, mm-mm. you can't touch anybody's stuff. No, good lord. Yeah, or go in for a hug, or any of that. It's yeah, just don't me- miss me with that hug stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of my space. <laughs> it's such a weird. It's so weird. Um, like, cause I just think about like, what is it gonna be like when we congregate together again? Like, I think I'm gonna have some like weird anxiety that I'm gonna have to like, you know, CBT myself through. Like, I'm going to yeah. be like, oh, like, hopefully I will have had the vaccine by then. And I'll say, I'm vaccinated. It's okay for me to be here. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay for me to, you know, like, be in this space right now. It's just, I feel like it's going to be a very strange adjustment back to things that I enjoyed doing before. Even though I'll be excited to do them, it's going to be a little, little weird. Super weird. I don't think it would have been weird. I think this is going to be, if anyone decides and social work students should decide, I think if I, this was, if I was their professor, I would say, Hey, you all need to study the effects of traumatic events such as coronavirus, COVID-19. Right. And my thought is that if it, if it had ended after like six weeks to three months, right. I don't think we would have the same effects that we have after nine months. Yeah. We're like, like talking... I think that's different. Like your exposure to trauma, it depends on how long it lasts. I don't, I don't know that scientifically, but that's how mm-hmm. it feels. No, totally. I mean, like the difference in like the like acute versus chronic, you know, mm-hmm. and like how much more challenging it can be for people to figure out how to like integrate that stuff as the longer amount of time it goes on. 
Um, yeah. And also just like the secondary trauma for all the people who have had a loved one die from COVID. Right. Like I just saw the stat, like actually right before we started talking that says now like one out of every 1000 Americans has died of COVID. Wow. It's a staggering number. That is insane. Yeah. Wow. So it's just, it's really been a year. I hope everybody just feels, you know, proud for getting through it. However you got through it, you know, like you, you got through it, you made it, you know, hopefully some things will start turning in 2021 towards goodness and health and justice um, for so many people. I'm just, but we're glad that you stayed with us. Glad. Yeah. I'm excited about it out. Yes. And I, I appreciate you saying that so much because it's just, it's hard to even know what to say. I just want to, you know, be there, be present and just remember that you don't know what someone's going through. You can't know. Even if they tell you, right? Absolutely not. Yeah. And, so. you know, holidays can get really depressing. So if you anybody needs to talk, you can talk with Crisis Text Line. They're always there. It's a really good resource. It really is. And um, just it's been heavy. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'm like, bro. It's all right. Um, I, we have, um, we're going to have a lot coming in the new year, 2021 for our squad cast. I have a list of characters that I'd like to interview in my brain already. So I'm excited about bringing some new people on. We might even get some new sound effects after I get moved into my own apartment and possibly get some new equipment. Wouldn't that be a thing? That would be exciting. And then we both get vaccinated and we can record together. That is very exciting. I'm really yeah, looking that's, forward to that. That's, that's my future. So um, happy new year to yes. everyone out there listening in whatever country or time zone or wherever you end up being. Yeah. It's going to be good. We're going to figure it out, at least, even if it isn't good. Right. As our lovely governor says, we will get through this. We will get through this together. We're so lucky to have him. Yes, Shout out are. to Governor Andy Bashir. Oh, we yes. have not broken him. Oh, <laughs> people sure have tried. They sure have tried. Oh, man, we're so lucky. He has been a wonderful um, leader for such a crazy year. All right. That's the end of our squadcast for today. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye.